Hi, and welcome to the Finding Your Power podcast. I'm your host, K-Sky Donner, and in this podcast, I want to inspire you to step out of your comfort zone, go after your dreams, and lean into what makes you uniquely you. I am going to empower you to take bold action and to embody your most confident self. Let's step into our power together. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to be back in your ears. I have actually pulled out my microphone for this episode. I have been recording the last few on my phone. It's just easy, it's simple, but today I'm back on the mic. I've got a full setup. I'm here in North Carolina. I have my candle going, my lemon water, my mic, computer, and I'm in my PJs, so I'm feeling good, and I'm so happy to be here. I have had the most beautifully, like let me just start with that, beautifully chaotic, but in the most amazing way really, past few weeks, and because of that, I just have had little to no energy to record a podcast, and there's also been some sort of resistance around it as well. I think I was just edging towards burnout and I never want to come to this podcast from a place of like feeling like I have to do this. I want it to always feel like, I don't know, something I get to do because it truly is. It's something that I love and get to do and really just pour my heart out. So I'm happy to be here. I am really excited to just kind of share what today's episode is on, which is really just like a mixture of things I have been thinking about and really contemplating over the past few weeks. So just a little recap of the past few weeks. Luke and I left Bali. We have been there for the past three to four months living there over the summer And we came back to Georgia, where I am from, to basically the reason we came back over to this side of the world is because my best friend was having her wedding. And so from Georgia, we drove straight up to North Carolina. My family has a cabin up here. And if you have been listening to my podcast from the beginning, then you know this is also where I used to live up here in this cabin and where I started the podcast, which is so exciting. But we basically, after a 40, like five plus hour journey, which was wild back to the States, stayed in Georgia for I think two nights and then drove straight up here and got right into wedding festivities. So my cousin Bryn, she is getting married or actually she was already married, but did not have her wedding yet. Long story. I'm just going to leave it at that. (laughs) But anyways, she officially is having the wedding and I luckily was the maid of honor, one of the maid of honors, me and her mama. And so I came up here and we did the bachelorette or the hens party the weekend before the wedding. And the reason is, is because she is marrying someone from Australia or she married from someone from Australia and so all of his friends and family were coming over and so they could be a part of like the bachelorette bachelor hens bucks parties they did it a weekend before so it was just like jam-packed the boys all went to Tennessee and the girls stayed here in North Carolina and we just had the most amazing time we went on a hike in the morning and like these really fun 
neon outfits and wigs and then we came back to camp where our houses are and we just had like a lake day and did a bunch of like really funny games i set up all these like bachelorette games i really had no idea what i was doing but i went to tiktok tiktok has some great ideas so we would like let me just give you a few of the games here let me think okay we tied a sausage or like a hot dog on a string around our waist so it like dangled like slightly between your legs and without using your hands you have to squat down to get the sausage the hot dog into the small hole in the cup and the sausage has to go into the cup and then you have to lift the cup up with the sausage without your hands that was one um we were split up into two big teams so the girls like we split everyone up and we kind of like did the olympics like we we versed each other i guess and so another one was like what each team had a bar of soap and a butter knife and every 15 seconds you had to pass the bar of soap and butter knife to your teammate like around in a circle and carve for 15 seconds and the carving was to make a penis out of the bar of soap and whichever team made the best bar of soap that looked like a penis <laughs> one we did like um making wedding dresses out of toilet paper it was just like a bunch of funny fun innocent like hilarious games and then after like a whole afternoon of doing that and relaxing at the lake and just having a really fun time we went over to a different part of camp and had a bonfire and the most delicious Thai food ever and just more games and like a massive dance party. We got someone to take us on a late night milkshake run and we just had like a dance party inside the van um, and then woke up and went to brunch all together. So it was just such a good weekend. And I mean, the whole past two weeks in general, so the bachelorette and then the wedding, oh my gosh, the wedding, like the most fun thing I've ever been to ever. Like it was just incredible, such fun people, like 60 people from Australia flew to North Carolina just to celebrate their love, which I think is just a testament to Alex and Bryn as a couple. And we just basically had the, just a massive dance party like every night. It was just so fun, but I am definitely exhausted. And I think it also reminded me, and this is something I've been thinking about a lot lately, is just how important connection is and community and friendships and I feel like I've been in this place where I have mostly been connecting online which I'm so grateful for but it's like there's something so magical about being in person with people meeting new people stepping out of your comfort zone being vulnerable and really just like embodying the most authentic version of yourself going out not being afraid to look silly dancing your butt off and just having a good time with other people. I don't know. It was just a really exhausting, but also filled up my cup type weekend. So hopefully that makes sense. And Luke and I are actually going to be heading to New Zealand where he is from my husband for anyone who doesn't know, but we are heading to New Zealand in a month as I'm recording this episode. And so that has been like another thing. We're trying to get things ready to go to New Zealand. And I'm just trying to spend as much time with my family as possible before saying goodbye, because I think we are trying to make a move somewhere on that side of the world pretty permanently. 
Um, Our plans change all the time, but yes, that is kind of the idea. And because of that, I'm just want to soak up a lot of time with my family and friends here um, because it's a little bittersweet. So I feel like that is a pretty good recap. Some other things that have been going on is I was dancing up the stairs slash running slash looking back at Luke, like basically just being a crazy person, just like dancing, living my best life, like running up the stairs 10.30 p.m. at night. And I hit my fingernail on the banister of the stairwell and ripped my fingernail off. So that happened. That was so painful, you guys. It. I've always heard of people like dropping something heavy on their toe or slamming maybe their hand in the door and like over time the nail falls off. But to fully just rip your nail off, wow, like <laughs> just... <laughs> yeah, that was painful. So I'm still like learning how to <laughs> just live with one finger like I mean not one finger one thumb right now because I didn't realize how often I used my left thumb but apparently it was a lot so that is new what else is new I don't know I guess something that has really really inspired this episode is that I have really let my healthy girl habits slip the past few weeks. I think it's like the travel and like all the crazy plans and the wedding and all the things that I haven't really been prioritizing my healthy habits. And I'm in that area or that phase where I'm starting to feel that. You know when you're like really just like having a great time in life and you're just like filling up all these other cups in your life, all these other buckets, like maybe your social one or your work one or whatever it is, but then you're like letting another aspect of your life slip a little bit. That's how it's been for me. It's like it felt really good at first, like to scale back on my habits and maybe not prioritize my morning routine as much and things like that because I've been busy. But now it's like, been a few weeks and I'm starting to feel the effects of letting that go and it's not like I've just completely stopped but it hasn't been me being devoted to those habits so today I sat down um on a Sunday and it's like the not the middle of October October 9th and I just wrote down kind of all the habits that I really wanted to stick to for the next 30 days before I leave for New Zealand. So really just making sure that I am drinking enough water. Um, Something I really want to do is get enough protein at each meal. I want to be off my phone for the first hour in the morning and also for the hour before I go to sleep. I want to read at least five times, five nights a week before bed. Um, It's just like, you know, certain types of workouts that I want to do this over the next 30 days. So I've really like taken a moment to sit down, to plan out what it is I want to stick to, and also make sure that it's super easy. Like this is not going to be very hard for me. Yes, it's going to take a little bit of discipline and, you know, it's going to take me becoming more aware of my daily actions, but it's nothing that I'm not putting anything that I feel like I'm going to fail at, if that makes sense. So the only thing that's been hard is like getting up in the morning and going straight to the gym rather than just like laying in bed, snoozing my alarm, snoozing my alarm. But besides that, everything has just felt really good because it's like riding a bike. I know these habits. 
I have done this morning routine so many times. It's just like as soon as I kind of get a little momentum going, we are good to go. So if you're someone who really thrives off habits, healthy habits, which I feel like we all do, and really prioritizes a morning or nighttime routine or maybe both, but you've kind of slipped off of it, let this be your sign or like a little nudge to maybe reevaluate where you are, have an open, honest conversation with yourself, and just kind of peel back like the layers, like what's been going on and write out like what can you do and commit to in the next 30 days that your future self is going to thank you for. This kind of just aligns perfectly with one of the things I wanted to talk about on today's podcast episode. And basically I'm reading from my phone right now. Every time I have like a little aha or a thought or something that really resonates with me, I will jot it down on my phone so that I can remember it later. Sometimes it's things that I want to share with clients or friends. Sometimes it might be a podcast idea, or sometimes it's just like, I don't want to forget this. I want to revisit this. So this ties in with what I was just talking about with like kind of starting fresh, like doing things for your future self, getting those habits in order, and really just having an open, honest conversation. And that is, and this is just like so simple, you guys, but this is just what I've been thinking about lately, which is stop pushing things off for tomorrow. So stop pushing things off for my future self because there is like pretty much a 100% chance that if I'm feeling like kind of resistance towards going to the gym right now or towards making a healthier decision right now for my mind, my body, or my spirit, I'm going to feel that same resistance tomorrow. So why not just help out my future self a little bit by actually making a concrete plan? But not only that, also taking small action or some sort of action to make it easier on myself tomorrow. So maybe if I'm like trying to get into a workout routine and I'm like, oh, I'll just do it tomorrow. I feel like this is always me, by the way, you guys, when I am sitting on the couch, like I feel like I'm always sitting on the couch or in bed and I'm like, you know what? Tomorrow I'm going to get myself together. I'm going to get my shit together tomorrow. I'm going to take some action tomorrow. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. I have the most beautiful intentions for my future self, but then I forget like my future self is probably going to feel the exact same as I am right now tomorrow, which is resistance. And so what can I do right now to either make it easier for her or how can I like actually take action to show my future self that like this is what we're doing? So for instance, like I'm sitting on the couch, I'm making a workout plan. Why don't I go for a walk? And while I'm walking, make that workout plan. So I'm moving my body And I'm showing myself, look, this is what we're doing now. We're moving our body while we're making the workout plan. Or if one of my like new habits would be to start, I don't know, time blocking in my work, right? Start time blocking so that I'm more productive and I don't get distracted and I just get things done and don't procrastinate. Maybe it starts with me time blocking right now, setting a timer putting an hour on that timer, limiting all other distractions, and like really getting down to the nitty gritty of what I want my next 30 days to look like. Instead of just sitting on the couch with the TV in the background, like there's nothing wrong with that, but I'm just saying like, how can you show yourself you're already taking the steps? It could be as simple as like, if you're trying to drink more water, 
filling up your water bottle the night before with ice, water, lemon, mint, whatever it is you want to put in there. If I mean, I like putting, you know, stuff in my water to enhance the flavor. Um, well, I guess water doesn't have a flavor. So just to enhance my water. Um, so it's like, that is me already taking a step so that I can take a little bit of pressure and weight off my future self. Because chances are, if you're not feeling motivated right now, what is changing within 24 hours? And the chances is that nothing is changing, which is why we keep saying we'll start Monday or we'll start tomorrow or we'll start in the new year. It's like, no, let's just start now. Okay, so in tangent with that, another note I wrote in my phone is resistance isn't necessarily bad. So whenever you're going to try something new or do something that's like out of your routine, you will probably experience some resistance. And for me, I've tried to really think of it like this. Yes, doing this thing X, Y, or Z, maybe I'm just going to use the gym again for an example, or like studying or getting your work done, right? Yes, it does not feel very good in the moment. Like even this right here, like I've had a little bit of resistance recording this podcast. I have no idea why. I'm like loving this. I love talking to you. You know what I mean? So, okay. I'm having resistance, but I think about this. How will it feel if it is done? So if you've already start studied, you've already gotten your assignment done, right? Because you put in that work. Yes, you might feel that resistance. Yes, you don't really want to do it right now. But how do you feel when you've gotten it done? How do you feel after a workout? Do you ever regret a workout? I don't. How do I feel once this podcast is done, it's uploaded, it's sent out into the universe, a love letter from me to you? How does that feel? That feels good. If I can tap into that feeling, then I can push past this resistance and I can use the resistance as like a little ping from the universe saying, you're on the right track. You really are because stepping out of your comfort zone, prioritizing yourself, self-care, all of these things require you to move through resistance. Doing anything new slash hard slash challenging is going to require you to move through resistance. But let's say there is something that you are finding resistance with, okay? Let's say you're fine. Maybe you've been invited to a party and part of you is just like, gosh, I really don't want to go. And you can't figure out if it's because maybe you feel a little insecure and you're just like worried about what other people are going to think or whatever the reason that might be why you don't want to go. Or it could really be because it's just not in alignment with your goals right now and where you are. Maybe you've had a huge week and you just really need to prioritize rest. So what I would do is I would think about the after the fact. So after the party, right? Does it feel good? Like, are you feeling good? Are you feeling grateful that you went after the fact? Or is it still kind of like a, eh? if it's an eh or like, no, like it doesn't feel good, then I'd say that resistance is actually, you know, not just resistance. It is your intuition kind of telling you it's not right. So hopefully that makes sense. It's like for the gym and for a party, I might feel equally resistant, but if I can check out from that feeling for a second, move beyond it and like really tap into how am I going to feel after, that is going to help me tap into like my higher self. That's going to help me really use my intuition to figure out if it's a hell yes or a hell no. So the party, if I'm not going to feel very good after, that's going to be a no for me. The workout, although I feel resistance, I know it's going to feel good after. That's a hell yes for me. Hopefully that makes sense. 
Okay, this one is a not on tangent with the previous two, but it's something that I have also written down in my notes. I think because I have been around so many new people this weekend, um, or the past two weeks really, and I have made new friendships, but I've also connected with old friends and people that I used to hang out with a lot in high school and college. It's just really got me reflecting on friendships and friends in general. And I feel like part of my identity is I've always, always been a really good friend, but I've always had really good friends. And I feel like I've just always been good about choosing the right people. And I feel like I needed to do another episode on this. I did do an episode on this. Like, I think it might've been my second or third episode. If you want to scroll back on soul line friendships, but I do want to do a new one because I don't know. I think friendships are so important in having a healthy, happy life. And It takes some skill, I guess, to be a good friend, but also to like attract the right kind of friend. Hopefully that makes sense. But basically, I just want to touch on this real quick. So I've put a few things in here. The first thing I wrote is when you stand in alignment, you will attract people who are similar. Oh gosh, sorry. When you stand in alignment, (laughs) let me try this again. You will attract people who are similarly attuned. So when you are living your most aligned life, when you are standing in a place where you're like, this is me, this is authentically me, I am making choices and decisions that are in alignment with the highest version of myself, that is who you are attracting. And so just try and keep that in mind. I also wrote down community is so important to our mental health and having the right people around us is key. The next thing I wrote was, Allow yourself to be different than your friends. Like being different than the people around you and your closest friends, like that is something to be celebrated. In fact, like most of my closest friends are practically like the polar opposite of me. They have different interests and different views, but the one thing that we really do align on is our values. So I think like as long as you have the same values, and you really like hold yeah like the same values high so like trust and honesty and loyalty and um love and compassion or whatever the values you have with your friends like as long as those are in alignment it opens you up to be so different and to challenge each other and really to just not just hang out with like a carbon copy of yourself. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that either, but it's just an interesting thing I have been thinking about lately is that I'm really different than a lot of my friends, but we're also accepting of each other and we really align in our values. Okay, I've noticed within coaching that a lot of people have limiting beliefs around friendships and like what kind of friendships are out there for them. And There is one limiting belief that has been coming up specifically around friends are always leaving. So friends are always leaving me. Like I meet a friend and we have this deep connection and things go good for a while, but they eventually leave. I will be left. That is a limiting belief one of my clients is currently working through right now. And so I've been thinking about that a lot because obviously it is a limiting belief because that is not true for everyone. It's not a universal law. 
And this particular client is such a good friend, but it is just happens to be one of her limiting beliefs. And something I read recently and just have been thinking about and pondering recently is that our brains rather be right, like our brains rather prove us right than actually like give us either the facts or give us things for what they really are, I guess is a better way to put it. Or even allow us to feel good. Like they'd rather be right than us feel good. Our brain is always, always, always trying to prove our beliefs right. So if this is one reason why it's so important that you are aware of what limiting beliefs you have, because your brain is always going to be looking for ways to prove it right. And this is something that I thought was interesting. So if you have a limiting belief that friends always leave, and let's say you are in a friend group, maybe... They're all, y'all are all friends. Maybe it's separate. Who knows? But you have five friends, right? And let's say two of those friends, either you have a falling out with them or something just isn't like really clicking into alignment and they kind of exit your life, right? Well, what do you, what does your brain do? Your brain takes that, those circumstances and says, see, see, I am right. I'm always abandoned. Friends always leave me. But what it's failing to show you is those three friends in that five friend group who have been with you forever, who are steady, who love you, who accept you, who you fight with sometimes, but they are always there in the end. And what this shows you is that your brain is like neglecting to show you the positive, the the good part of this scenario because it is so hyper-focused on proving that belief right. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. And so my point in saying this is what if you could retrain, which you can, obviously, that's what I work with my clients on, but what if you retrain your belief instead to be people always leave me, but instead choose to believe the right people always stay. The wrong people the universe, God, angels, always finds a way to clear it out. Because you don't want to be surrounded with people who don't have your best intentions at heart. You don't want to be surrounded with people who don't align with your values or have, you know, a lot of love for you, right? You'd rather those people gracefully exit so that what's meant for you can come in. So what if your belief was actually, you know, the right people always stay. I'm a good friend and I attract good friends. And those right people always stay. And the ones who aren't meant for me always find a way to exit. And so immediately you're shifting your perspective on that, right? Which takes lots of repetition and training and just overall being aware. But then automatically now you're starting to feel gratitude. Thank you. I'm glad those two relationships have already exited because it leaves room for more to come in. And now I can focus on these three people who have always been here for me. And I can let them be like this example that I am a good friend and that people do stay. So hopefully that (laughs) was a good example. Okay. And then the last thing that I have right now in my notes section is just moving away from the idea that there is one right way. I feel like I have 
always been someone who has had balance in the way I think about this, but not so in my actions. And let me explain what I'm thinking, because obviously you're like, what are you talking about? So for me, I have always understood that I can go out and party and dance my butt off and drink and have this amazing social life and be like this girl who goes to sleep early, wakes up, does her morning routine, does goes to the gym, eats really healthy, hydrates, all the things. Like there's never been a part of me that says I can only choose one of those identities. I've always known intuitively that of course I can have both. I will say though, it's all about the intention. So for me, when I'm going out and drinking or which I don't I really don't go out and drink that often, but when I do go out with my friends or when I do go dancing or when I do party or whatever it is, it's always with like a really beautiful beautiful, um, healthy intention. It's never like me numbing myself out or beating myself up or drowning out something I'm going through. It's always with the intention of like, I'm going to go have fun. I am going to connect with people I love, new people, old people. And sometimes I do this without drinking, by the way, too. Like sometimes I'll just go out with my friends and choose not to drink. Just depends on what kind of mood I'm in, what I have going on that week or the next day, and just really going on in with a pure intention. The same thing with the healthy side, healthy, I'm putting like in quotations, you know, with the morning routine and going to the gym. It's like, okay, am I doing this as a way to love and nurture myself or am I doing this as a way to like shame myself or because I feel like I have to? And being able to kind of differentiate the two and then if it isn't like with love and supporting yourself, how can you like get away from that ugh, shame and like I have to intention, which, you know, that's really helpful if you have someone to work through that with. But anyways, I'm off on a tangent. Basically just taking that thought from my head, that knowing from my head, and actually implementing it in my real life. So for me, I feel like I've been so heavily focused on like my business and my healthy habits and growth in like this certain area of life that I feel like I've neglected like my fun side and my social side. And I think each season is so necessary. Like obviously, if you want to build a business, you probably need to really make that your priority if you want it to grow at a certain rate, right? Like you're gonna have to really prioritize that. And right now, I feel like I'm in this stage where I wanna prioritize balance. And I know that some people don't think you can find balance, but I do think there's something to be said about consistently seeking it because I wanna be someone who doesn't, A, need to escape from my weekday life. Like, I don't want to use the weekend to escape from my weekdays. And I've built a life right now where I don't have to do that, which feels so good, which I think has been the first step to creating balance. Because I don't feel like on the weekends I need to go out and party or numb myself in any way because I am so filled up by my job and like by my day-to-day life. But what I was doing is continuing working through the weekend and not prioritizing like my social life or certain other things, right? And so now I think just having this weekend with all these new people, I've realized that that is an area I've been really lacking in and I want to create balance. And so what I'm gonna do is, you know, or what I've done is I've sat down and I've really figured out, okay, how can I fill up all those cups and really bring in 
a balance within my life because I know that in order to be the happiest version of myself, I need to fill up these buckets as well. So I don't know if anyone else is relating to that. Maybe you're like too heavily in the social life, too heavily in the going out, too heavily in that area that you're not really focusing in on maybe alone time and connecting with yourself and healthy habits. Maybe you're like me and you're building a business right now. And so that's where all of your eggs are. But this might just be a little sign to take a look at where all your energy and effort is going and see if you can kind of bring a little more balance into your life. Obviously, just prefacing that with there are different seasons and if you are building a business or you are trying to get really healthy or you are trying to make friends and that is, one of those things is your priority, yes, like there might not be an exact balance. I'm just saying right now, I'm just so craving a good balance. And just to round off this episode, I just wanna say a big thank you for listening in and for supporting me and for being patient with these episodes. If, if you did like today's episode and you think someone would benefit from it, a friend, family member, please send it their way. And if you have time to leave me a review, it would mean the world to me. And if you do leave me a review, please screenshot it and send it to me so I can thank you personally. Okay, well, I think that is pretty much all from me. I have some exciting guest interviews planned. We are going to be talking about boundaries, inner peace, and some other really juicy things. I also am wrapping up the last week of my Finding Your Power course right now, and you guys, the transformations are unbelievable. I will be sharing them soon, which I'm really, really excited about. I am currently filled up with one-on-one -on -one coaching clients and I am taking applications to start in January, 2023. So if you are someone who's like, I am ready to invest in myself, I am ready to freaking take this big leap and say yes to me and change my life in some way, shape or form, let me help you. Let me help you. If it feels in alignment, reach out or you can always go to my Instagram in the link in my bio, you can apply to work with me one-on-one -on -one and I will get back to you within 24 hours or just send me an email and we can chat there. But yes, so if you are interested in one-on-one -on -one coaching, January, I am accepting applications for, but right now I am booked out for the rest of 2022. Feel so grateful to say that. What else? Oh, if you are wanting to join the third group coaching round of Finding Your Power, I will be announcing more details about that soon, but if you want to secure a spot in the next round in the new year, send me a DM and I will get you on there on the wait list. It's no obligation. It's just so you are the first to know, but yeah, I love you guys and I will talk to you next week. <laughs>